0: Hey, hi, hello, hello, it's Rebecca Marie, and welcome to the Align and Sunshine Club. It can be a lonely journey leveling up, and I'm here to go through it with you. I'm a 21-year-old navigating life as a young founder with big dreams, personality, and the hope of inspiring more people to take on the challenge of finding themselves, their happiness, and alignment with their best self. I'm all about showing up as the person you want to be, so stick around if this is a bit of you, and prepare to feel like sunshine. Hey, hi, hello, hello, it's Rebecca Marie, and welcome back to the Align and Sunshine Club podcast. It is episode three of The Potty, but episode one, where we're tackling a huge topic. This is really what I wanted the podcast to be about. I want to bring you weekly episodes talking about a topic that I have experienced on my self-development and self-growth journey, things I learned from it, my key takeaways, and a couple practical tools you guys can use if you want to try using this technique to improve your own life. I'm really excited we can finally get into these episodes. I feel like it was really important to get those first two episodes done where you could get to know me a little bit better, though, and I still think that was a great decision. So we had the first episode, which was a bit of a Q&A explaining all my goals for the potty. And then the second episode was just a bit of a story time about all of my past business ventures, um, just chatting it out so you guys know who I am and who's talking to you with all of this advice. So if you haven't listened to those and you don't know me, fully give those a listen when you have a bit of time. I feel like they are great to get to know your host, <laughs> if I say so myself. Um, otherwise, we can get into a big topic today. So today, we are going to be talking all about fear fear. Versus excitement. It's a crazy big topic, but I'm really excited to get into it and it is something I'm really passionate about. But before we get into such a huge topic and the first of many podcasts with this sort of style layout, I wanted to kind of talk to you guys and just put a little disclaimer in that this is a podcast with my opinions. This podcast is all about the experiences that I have had on my journey. And obviously, everybody's lives are different. So if you don't like some of the stuff I'm saying, that is so fine. I don't want you to all be thinking the same way that I think. I just want to be able to provide what I think is helpful and just give you what I can offer. People are often asking me for advice or, oh, how did you get to be like that? Or how did you get to this spot in your life? And these different techniques and these different topics I'm going to be covering, that is who I am. And that is how I've become who I am. And so if you do want some help leveling up, you want some things to try, these different things in these podcasts I do believe that they are helpful, and they're all little tools and techniques that you can definitely add into your lives, um, pretty easily. And hopefully, you'll see a big difference. So you do not have to do them. You do not have to like my opinions, but this is where I'm coming from. Alongside my thoughts, I've also put a bit of research in to the different topics that I'm doing. So we've got some facts to back me up from the internet, um, as well as some like definitions that are from the internet so that I'm not just talking out of out of thin air really um so yeah my opinions backed up with some definitions so we got a bit of facts in there for you as well and I'm so excited this is really what I wanted the podcast to be about so to be able to get us the first episode of these is pretty scary but also incredibly exciting which is very 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 on point for the episode that we have today fear versus excitement. So let's get into it. Okay. So first off, let's talk about the two emotions. So fear and excitement seem really different when you bring them up, right? Like one of them has very negative connotations and one of them very positive. But the truth is that when you're scared, your brain makes you increase your breathing and your heart rate. You might have... um sweaty palms, sweaty, just a sweaty body in general, your pupils might dilate. And the same physiological reaction actually happens when you're excited. So although they have really opposite um, connotations and thoughts around them, they are very, very similar, if not the same. So let's do a few examples where it's the same you've got a new job. You are calling the boss of your new job or it's your first day and you are getting really excited for it because you're really excited about this job. It's the role you've always wanted. It's your first professional job. I don't know. These are all examples, but you're excited because it's a good step for you. This is where you want to be going with your life, but you're also really nervous. What do you wear? What do you say? What if you mess it up? You got these thoughts. You're scared. However, these are both thoughts that you're having about the same situation, right? So you're getting a bit sweaty. You're getting a little bit anxious. You're breathing. Your breathing intensifies. You're uh, sweaty. I don't know. What else happens when you're nervous? Those things definitely happen for me. Hopefully, this is a relatable thing. But right? You're having the same emotions about the same situation. Another example, you're going to a networking event or you're going to meet up with someone new. Maybe you're going dating. So networking event or dating. You're really excited because you're going to meet some really cool people, right? The goal, the outcome that you want out of going to this event or this date is to meet someone really awesome, to get along with them, and to have a good use of your time whilst you're there. But You're also really nervous because you don't know who you're meeting. You don't know who's there. You don't know if you're going to get along. And there's the opposite negative thoughts that come along with it as well. So you're scared, but you're excited. Once again, you're feeling both of those two emotions at the same time. Here's where the tricky part comes in. Most people will focus on the negative emotion of fear and anxiety that comes along with all of those different things that your brain is triggering your body to do. The sweaty palms, the dilated pupils, the intensified breathing. And if you're focusing on the negative... You're only going to attract more negative thoughts, right? And you're probably not going into it in the best headspace. And so this is where a positive mindset comes in. And I think it's really important to be talking about these different situations in a positive mindset. Recently, I've been going through a lot of different changes and a lot of exciting things have been happening in my life. And I had a call for my new job and I was really nervous. I had to negotiate some things and I've never had to do that before. And so I was scared. I don't know how to do that, but I was also excited because I'm really excited about the role. I'm excited about the opportunity to negotiate and to add that to my toolkit in my life. Um, But as I said, I was scared. So, when I was approaching this situation, I was talking to my friend before the call that I had, and I was like, I am terrified. I'm so scared. And then I rephrased that in my mind and out loud and said, no, actually, I'm really excited. I'm allowed to be nervous, but I'm excited for this new change in my life. So, tip one I have for you is to rephrase your thinking when you see yourself thinking about a situation as scary tell yourself it's exciting, because usually it is. If you're scared to go on a plane because you're scared of planes, you're probably also excited because that plane is taking you somewhere really cool. If you are going to do a bungee jump, but you're also scared of heights or maybe scared of falling, you're scared, but you're also excited because it's an adrenaline rush and it's something new. What else? Let's do one more example. If you are scared to go to a job interview, you're also excited because you're obviously applying for a job that you kind of want. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there. So see how the two different emotions really come into play with each other. So it's about pulling on the positivity outlook so that you go into it with your best intentions. So how about some more tips? How about moving from fear to excitement? Here are some different ways that I move from fear to excitement one smiling if you throw a smile on your face it triggers something in you i reckon and it makes you feel happy because if you're smiling you got your cheeks out you got your teeth out and you might not believe it at first but if you start smiling i'm sure your brain will start thinking that you're happy so that's number one just throw a smile on your face Fake it till you make it with that one. You might be absolutely terrified for that little public speaking gig, but throw a smile on your face and eventually you'll feel happy about it. (laughs) Number two would be to dance. This sounds kind of stupid, but honestly, it does not matter where you are. And we'll talk more about that in another episode. But dancing, throw in some music. If you don't have headphones, literally play it out of your phone and just dance Move your body however you feel you should. I am not good at dancing. By no means am I good at dancing, but I will dance every day. I have my music on, I shuffle around, having a little boogie, and it has never failed to make me feel better. This is a really interesting tip. If you feel like you cannot dance that day because you're having a really, really bad day, like sometimes I feel so stupid forcing myself to dance But recently, this is really random, recently I've been doing, so there's like obviously always a TikTok dance that's trending or whatever, right? And I learn the really simple ones. One, because I create content. Two, because they're kind of fun and they have trendy songs. And I have found that if I'm really, really, really upset and I'm trying to boost my mood, I can't get myself to dance, I will go and film myself doing that TikTok dance, and I will do it over and over and over again. And I will save them to drafts each time. <laughs> Definitely not going anywhere when I'm bawling my eyes out. But I keep doing it until I'm genuinely involved in the dance and genuinely enjoying it. And I've got a genuine smile on my face by the end of it. And it usually takes like 9, 12, 15 attempts at these dances. But makes you feel better, like cry it out. Dance while you're crying, but dance and eventually you'll dance out that anger. You'll feel better. It's just moving your body, and having a dance. Okay, what else? What are some other little tips for this, for turning your fear into excitement? So we've got smiling, dancing and moving around. Um, And I kind of touched on it before, but positive thinking, right? That's so much easier said than done. And we will do a whole episode about positive thinking and how to kind of change that into your life. But I think that speaking, speaking the positivity out loud is just as important. So you need to be saying, I'm so excited, or this is going to be great, or I can't wait because of this. And remind yourself of why you're excited. Like you definitely are. You're excited because you might meet someone cool. You're excited because you might get the job that you really want. You're excited because you're going to get an adrenaline rush and try to tick something off of your bucket list. Like there are so many reasons to be excited. You just need to find the one that relates to the thing that you're doing so that you can put that fear lower down than the excitement. Like you want the fear to be less important than the excitement that you feel for the thing you're about to do. So next, what else? I'm loving this. I'm really on a roll. This is something I'm so passionate about. So I really love to be able to hit you guys with like the my my opinions, my my truth that I live by. What else we got? So people hide behind saying that they have social anxiety. I know that I used to, and I use it as an excuse a lot. But the truth is, social anxiety requires a medical diagnosis, just like anxiety does. So there's obviously the difference between feeling anxious and having that high heartbeat and feeling a little clammy and the same sort of things that the fear emotion instills in you, anxiety can instill in you as well. But You have to be medically diagnosed with anxiety. So there are two different things. And I think that we need to stop saying we have social anxiety if we don't. You might just be nervous. And that's so okay. Like it is intimidating meeting new people. It is intimidating going to some of these big social settings. But you can do it. And the more you practice these things, the easier that they get. So you might just, yeah, have excessive fear. And you might be worried that you're going to be judged you might be worried you're going to get embarrassed you might be humiliated you might be concerned that you're going to offend someone at any of these different events and that is so fine those are valid feelings but once again by hiding behind social anxiety or the negative negative part of that you're just validating the fact that it's a, a scary thing a bad thing but it's not you can be excited as well. And I think that's so important. So when you say, oh, I can't go to that event. I can't go to a networking event by myself. I've got social anxiety. Just think you could go to the social, the social event and you could meet someone really cool. And it definitely takes a lot of training in your brain to be able to do something like this. But it is so important for your development that you stop hiding behind the excuses and the negative words. And It definitely, it definitely sucks if you have been diagnosed with anxiety and with um, social anxiety like that. That is sucks that I'm so sorry to anybody who is still diagnosed. But if you haven't been and you are just using it as an excuse, you need to stop. Like it isn't an excuse and you need to reframe your brain to stop just hiding behind any excuse that you can find not to, not to do something awesome and not to do something out of your comfort zone. So practice makes things easier and the fear versus excitement mindset, it's no exception. This here is where we get into the fun toolkit slash tool, I guess, that I have used to tackle this in my own life. And I do now truly believe that I am really on top of knowing when I'm scared and when I'm excited, being able to shift into just being excited and being able to put myself in situations that I would not have done because I was too scared. And I think that being too scared is an awful excuse. And so this is how you guys can rewire your brains as well. So this tool came out of... (laughs) Last year, the day before I turned 20, I had a breakdown. It was like the night before I turned 20. And I had just been to one of my good friends, 21sts in in Auckland. And I was like, I do nothing. He does more than me. He's got a bigger friend group than me. I was upset. I was like, I've done nothing with my life. I'm 20 and I have nothing to show for it, which is obviously absolutely not true. I had done some fantabulous things for a 20-year-old. But I decided that I needed to set some goals so that when I turned 21 a year later, I wouldn't be in that same boat. So one of the things I decided to do was what I call the scary challenge. And I made a journal. I sat down, I made a journal, and I wrote down each week, I think, and... The goal of the scary journal or the scary challenge or the scary tracker is that every single week I had to do one thing that was so completely out of my comfort zone and made me really uncomfortable and really scared. And the more you do these things, the more the mindset shift sits in and you start to feel more comfortable doing things that once made you really, really scared or uncomfortable. So here are some of the examples of different things that I did. I... Went to a networking event by myself. Mentioned that one a couple times. Definitely recommend that one to everyone. Um, Actually ended up meeting my mentor at that. So Scary Tracker really helped me out with that one. What else did I do? I asked someone out for a coffee Um, when he came to my hot dog stand that I used to work out. Asked if he wanted to grab a coffee one time. Talk about some uni stuff I was really interested in because he was really into fashion and architecture. And so... It never actually happened, but I asked and I did get his number and we talked for a little bit, but it just never ended up happening with COVID and everything. What else did I do? Um, Oh, I danced home along the waterfront. I signed up for self-defense classes. I went to the self-defense classes and then I went to the self-defense classes again, even though I really didn't enjoy it. And I was just as scared after the first time because I really didn't enjoy it. But I did it because I had to do it because it was part of the scary challenge. So I would super recommend that everybody tries this. You start with one thing a week that makes you uncomfortable and you just think about it. What am I going to do? Something different and can literally be anything. If for you, that means going to the supermarket without headphones, if it means going somewhere alone, if it means... Waving at a random stranger on the street. Like, literally, it can be anything on your level of comfortability, but the more you do these things, the easier they get. So, the more I did it, I actually stopped the tracker because the mindset became so engraved in me that now I'll just do anything that seems scary. Mm, By anything, that might be an exaggeration, but most things I will do. And you just have to have that mindset. It flicks in your brain that when you're stopping yourself from doing something, you can think about it and go, am I not doing this because I'm scared? And then you go, what's the worst that can happen? (laughs) Literally, usually nothing. And you do it. Obviously, don't go and put yourself in danger. There are bad things that can happen if you don't take precautions. But in general, not much bad can happen from waving at a stranger or asking someone out or Going to a class, and so I think for those sort of things, when you're really trying to get into a healthy mindset around challenges and um, future future growth, I guess this is a really good way to go around that and to develop yourself. So, yeah, I stopped doing it. I now feel really, really confident in how I handle difficult situations, and I fully believe that this is a really great way for everybody to become more comfortable with themselves, with who they want to be, and to start doing things that align with the future version of yourself. If you want to ask someone out, do it. If you want to know how to self-defend yourself, go to the class. And yeah, that's kind of the whole episode. I really hope that this has been helpful. I would absolutely love feedback on this episode. Even that scares me, but I'm also more excited about the potential of this podcast reaching a heap of people and helping a heap of people to find themselves. So yeah, hopefully it helped you. Please remember moving forwards that fear and excitement usually show up at the same time. So if you feel scared, it's probably something to be excited about and you should try and shift it around there as well. And I'm really excited to hear from you guys how you feel about this. If anybody tries it, let me know. Make sure to log them because it's really cool to look back at the different things you did that scared you. And in a year from now, if you keep this up, you will look back at it and be like, no way. I was scared to have a dance along the waterfront. Like, that was still quite a big one for me. I I love that one. I love dancing in public now. It still takes a lot. But once you've done it once, it gets easier. So that's all from me. I really, really hope it helped. Have an amazing day. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You're now a part of the club and I love having you here. Make sure to check out our socials at Align and Sunshine Club or mine at It's Rebecca Marie. And I'll see you next week for the next episode. Keep showing up as your best self, you fabulous ray of sunshine. Love you.